Call Your Broad Hot Ones Edition. So if you're not familiar, Sean Evans, a YouTube, YouTube extraordinaire, hosts a show called Hot Ones where he interviews celebrities while they both eat wings and they eat wings with hot sauces of increasing spiciness level. So Kami and I are sitting before five bottles of hot sauce ranging from Cholula on the bottom end to uh, Elijah's Extreme Regret on the high end. So and we have some questions prepared for each mm-hmm. other that maybe have a little bit of spice in them. Yeah. <laughs> we really thought it would be fun to, you know, take the visual experience of the YouTube show and just make it completely auditory. Kami's uh-huh. <laughs> sweating already. Yeah, literally just breathing in the fumes made me nervous. Kami, <laughs> how would you describe your, your spice tolerance? So normally I would say it's like pretty fine, but right now I feel, <laughs> right now I feel weak. So let's we'll see. see. Okay, cheers. Should we go in for this Cholula? Yes. Scoville level is low. <laughs> cheers. cheers. We're eating cauliflower wings, mm-hmm. listeners. Okay, honestly, that already feels spicy to me. I feel like I'm just going down. No, you're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening. You're spiraling. I'm spiraling. Okay. Yesterday when we were thinking about which sauces to order, I was like genuinely <laughs> getting scared. <laughs> okay, Kami, would you like to ask the first question? So I'm really like channeling Sean Evans and how okay. he like dives deep. Okay. Like, okay. Catherine's a really big fan of pie day. Mm. And so I'd really love to understand what specifically about pie day makes you love it so much. And if you could create your own national day, what would you create? Mm, I think that's such a fun question. So I like pie day because it's like the intersection of two things I like, math and dessert. And like, I wouldn't necessarily say like, I'm like a math nerd, but I do think like math is like a proxy for like nerdiness or like kind of intellectual curiosity. Oh no, Kami's going in for her first sip of milk. <laughs> Just out of- Also, we have a lot of dairy prepared. We have milk, yogurt, and a full pint of ice cream waiting in the freezer. But yeah, so I think there's like the nerdy aspect of it, like a, like a celebration of like nerdiness. Like when I was in high school in 11th grade, I went to like a summer science camp where like I literally studied science for six hours a day and two hours at night. And then I do like a Rubik's cube often. And then obviously I also, dessert is one of my greatest passions. So I think it's just like a fun fusion of those two things. Maybe I became into pie day in my senior year of high school because MIT releases their admissions decisions on Pi Day. That's why I love Pi Day. And if I could make a national any day, I just think this is a ridiculous thing, that, but it's the first thing that popped into my mind. Mm-hmm. It's National Charlie Wang Day <laughs> on August 20th because that's his birthday. It's like Sorry. the tradition or gimmick that everyone has to do to celebrate Charlie Day. Like wear a Hawaiian shirt with sweatpants because that's okay. like a classic Charlie outfit. Okay, I love it. Also, Charlie's my little brother who I'm obsessed with, who's the light of my life, who's 10 years younger than me who doesn't listen to, listen to this podcast because he doesn't care. <laughs> he gets enough of this for free. <laughs> okay, similar sort of question for you, Kamya. For those that don't know, Kamya is a really, really good visual artist. Like, she paints and draws. Kamya's also a sick dancer. She danced throughout college, and I feel like on the dance floor, you would definitely notice Kamya. <laughs> so my question is two-part as well. So one. No, it's actually three-part. Okay, Ooh. one. <laughs> who is one visual artist that you really love. Two, what song would you want to choreograph and dance to? And three, what is another like hidden talent or interest that you want to share with our listeners? Oh my god, that's such a good question. <laughs> so nice. Okay, I think that for a visual artist that I feel like from a young age I always really loved was Frida Kahlo. Mm. In part because I feel like her stuff is very like colorful and mm. also brings in like cultural elements that you don't really see in the Western world as much, which I really appreciate. And then I think just like hearing her story and like how feminist she was, and I feel like I was always like a baby feminist. I feel like I've always just really 
Love her artwork. A dance that I want to dance to. Okay, well, in college on my dance team, we were like a volleyball dance team, so it was mostly Indian music with like occasional random other songs. Like for some reason, we always had a Maroon 5 segment. Or like- Kamiya some... went to see Maroon 5 live last semester. I did, I did. I really always wanted to dance to Selena Gomez. I just think her music is really fun to dance to. And I love it just bring in a good vibe. So Selena Gomez. Any song in particular? Nothing comes to mind okay. right now, but I'll get back to you. <laughs> Wait, what was the third part? What's another talent oh. or interest? I'm gonna say another interest of mine is just that I like reading, but I really like <laughs> to write Goodreads reviews of books where I take I myself too seriously. Oh, nobody follows me. It's intentional. Just Sophie? No. Okay. I don't use my real name because I try to, I like take myself too seriously on my Goodreads I also reviews. have a burner account. Like I have a, oh. I have an alter ego name. Oh, do you also review books? No, it's just because I don't have social media, but I oh, have okay. to like sometimes, I feel like a lot of sites, honestly, like if you don't have a social media account, you can't access it. Mm. So I have one that's like Karim Joy or something. <laughs> that's not what it is. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Get the secret. Yeah, that's my third. I had no Like idea. I'm not good at it. But I just think it's really fun. Huh. Is it like a reflection process? Mm hmm So it's kind of like a book report. Kind of. I think it's like the same reason I love book clubs is like being able to discuss it mm. and like get deeper on how you're thinking about it. But this is my way of just doing it alone since obviously most of the books I read, it's not for a book club. And how many paragraphs are we talking? No, like one. Okay. They're not long. Yeah. Well, this was very fun. <laughs> on to the next one. Go first. No, you go first. Okay. <laughs> the next one is Laugan Ma, which if you're a listener, you should be familiar with. Mm-mm. Fuck. <laughs> So good. So good. All over my notebook now. Catherine is going to be working in Thailand this summer, which I think is very cool. And I'm curious about a sort of like, I think this will be the first time you'll be living on the Asian continent. Mm -hmm. And so what types of things are you like most excited for? And what types of like personal growth do you like hope to be able to gain from your summer? Like, yeah, definitely something I'm looking forward to is just living in a place where I look like people. I feel like that's something I've been telling people um, for the past like year and a half. Like I've been to Thailand before. I have like, like visions of people like literally like Basically, like reaching out to me and like thinking that I'm Thai wow. um, and I feel like maybe I've like exaggerated that image in my mind but I really felt like a sense of belonging and I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast where like I don't even feel like that when I'm in China mm -hmm. so I'm really looking forward to that I'm obviously really looking forward to the food I also am really looking forward to like the novelty of like learning new things and like really being like outside my element having to be very like vulnerable and put myself out there and like more Thailand specific I'm Buddhist and I feel like I have I haven't really been able to honor my faith as much here or in Zambia. So I'm excited to do that more in Thailand. And then in terms of personal growth, when I look back at Zambia, like obviously it was like a, this time of my life that I'm like so grateful for. Talk to anyone that would like, I'll like yell to people on the street about it. But definitely there are like a lot of things that I feel like I could have done better when I was in Zambia. Learn a lot more about like the history and the culture prior mm. to that. So I have been trying to be like more intentional about that prior to going to Thailand. But I think that will just allow me to approach life with like even more like cultural humility. Mm -hmm. I'm like looking forward to identifying even more blind spots or ways, ways in which I can grow in that context as someone who like is really excited about living abroad and working abroad. I've okay. learned so much. I feel like we're kind of going in a similar direction here mine is a simpler question but we are at grad school now and it's been basically a full year so I'm wondering um how do you think you've changed in the past 
year. Mm, yeah. I think there's like two things that come to mind. I think one is that you're always like, you're always seeing yourself within the context of the people around you. But I also think you're, or at least for myself, I'm always thinking about sort of like what my opinions are within the context of like the opinions around me. And I, I've always been a majority opinion holder in general, if you talk about like mm. politics and stuff. And I think in SF, it's really easy to just like attack, or it was really easy to say the things I believed in. And I didn't really get questioned about it very much. Mm-hmm. And I think here, I sort of like have had to really interrogate myself to understand truly what I believe and which way I would lean and kind of like also in a way see my own opinions as like different from other people around me just because we like actually think about them more and we like reach a more I think nuanced level in some discussions so I think like knowing how to just like get to a deeper level in terms of my sort of like social political beliefs I think has been like a growth area over the past year let's see and then I think the other one that came to mind was I think it's weird to be like in your mid late 20s mm-hmm. joining like school again mm-hmm. and being like oh like I'm trying like who am I and like Mm -hmm. who are my friends and things like that and so I think it's been like this weird roller coaster of sometimes being like it's fun to be young and to like lean into this and to like try to be a more extroverted version of myself or like whatever like build a new version of myself kind of in the way that a lot of people go to college and kind of like reinvent their identity Mm -hmm. but then there's this other part of me that knows that like I already have sort of figured out who I am more and so I think it's been interesting to sort of understand which parts of myself I want to push to see if like there's like a different underlying like personality trait that I didn't recognize earlier and this is like an environment that'll um, reveal it or if it's more a core part of who I am that I've already discovered that I should like appreciate and have you have there been any like underlying traits that like hypotheses that you've kind of explored I think the one of extroversion honestly has been really one that I thought about a lot because I would always think about myself as more introverted and like like to spend time alone and I definitely still like that but I think that like I get more joy from more like I think that the amount of like st- st- social stimulation I have here hasn't there's been times where I'm like really stimulated and I realized that like I actually really love like having a ton of like back-to-back conversations mm. and I think if it's like the right type of conversation I don't find it as like draining mm. as I think that I always imagined cool yeah. Okay, on to number three. Okay. This one I know is spicy. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go. This one is Senor Lechuga. <laughs> it's really hot. Mm-hmm. It's really hot. Yeah, like my nose is already sweating. Can you tell? I'm fine. This too shall pass. It's tingling though, for it's, sure. Oh, for sure. My nose is sweating. It's tough. Okay, I have a question. Okay. <laughs> okay, I feel like it's kind of tough, but here we go. <clears throat> I mean, our favorite, one of our favorite things to talk about is appropriation versus appreciation. So I'm wondering, over the course of recording our podcast, has it like compelled you to think about any t- any things in which you consume where you're like oh that is appropriative or mm. like even behaviors you exhibit that's a really good question <laughs> <laughs> like i kind of get how it's like insane to be Tell asking these questions when you're like full on spooning yogurt. Yeah, yeah. spooning yogurt into your mouth no like my upper lip is like trembling here okay i have a really cool quote home i don't know if you remember but like two maybe a year ago when we did <laughs> When we did our first conversation about this topic that wasn't like part of the series or anything, mm-hmm. I said something offhand, but then I like actually thought about it a lot in that like I say like perfecto or like no problemo all the time, just like throw it mm. into conversation. And I obviously pronounce it like super American and not like with a Spanish or like accent. And I feel like that's been one that I've thought about more and I've tried to correct my behavior on more because I feel like where I landed in interrogating that was that. I think it's not culturally appropriate. Like, if someone just, like, threw in a random Hindi word or something, I'd have been like, mm-hmm. why are you doing this? It's sort of weird. So I think that's one that's oh, I've been more aware of since doing the podcast. One time I did No Way, Ho- I said No Way Jose quite recently, and I was like, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, that's a great one. As an example, but not to do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Your turn. 
Um, what do you think is one of the biggest differences between who you were, like, growing up and who you are now? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, my pause in, like, answering this question is that I feel like I was, like, I feel like there were so many versions of young Catherine, kind of depending on, like, the setting I was in, you know, like, mm. whether I was, like, in my swim team setting or whether I was, like, at my Chinese school or whether I was, like, in my all-white middle school. And I feel like there are, like, elements of me that have, like, that I can still recognize in all of those, especially this, like, sort of, like, code-switching mm. aspect. But I guess in terms of how have changed I think ever since I was young like I've had like a very strong like like a lot of my self-worth is derived from like external validation and I think like that is definitely like still remains or like that's still a lot of that is still true but I think I do just have like a stronger sense of self like a lot of myself a lot more of my self-worth comes from myself now rather than just external validation Mm. and I feel like it's like an ongoing journey but yeah I definitely think that's that's great something they're hard-hitting questions I know okay here's just like a little random one that I thought of. I'm still eating yogurt ladies and I'm just letting, I'm giving Kami a little break here before the next one, which is called Da Bomb, Ground Zero. And there's a photo of a literal... Bomb, I'm assuming? Yeah, we hate to see that. Okay, Kamiya's mom mm. teaches sensory marketing oh, this at is a college, deep cut. At, at, at a university. And her license plate is sensory. <laughs> so Kamiya, if you had to get, if you got a vanity plate, uh-huh. what would it say? Wait, stop. That was such a good, like, Sean Evans I know. background research. <laughs> I'm so impressed. <laughs> I would want my vanity plate to make people laugh. So it would probably be like, what's funny? I can't even think of a joke right now. Maybe it would just be like, garlic stand. No, that's too many letters. Without the A's and the I's. You know, people take the vowels out. Garlic Garlic stand. Garlic stand. I think I got spicy on my cheek. You gotta keep away from the eyes. I don't know. Okay, on to the next one. This one's called Da Bomb Ground Zero, and it looks intense. Oh, it seems less bad. Oh, but I've heard this one hits later. It hits later. It's hitting now. Back of the throat. Also just a totally different experience. Oh, it tastes bad also. Mm-hmm. It's smoky. I don't like it. Yeah, this one's a bummer because I don't like this game. Oh my god, there's only one more. <laughs> okay. LOL that sometimes I would watch this show and be like, I think I could do it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm struggling as well. If barley milk is not working. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna get the ice cream. This one's really hitting, honestly. This one's really bad. Woo! <laughs> my question for you is... You talked about how Charlie is like the light of your life. Yeah. What do you think? Oh my god. It's so spicy. <laughs> what do you think? Very <laughs> helpful. Very helpful. Okay. I feel like this cured me. Mmm. Mmm. What do you think has been his biggest impact on you? So one thing that comes to mind is like I was an only child before Charlie was born. So I feel like I do have a lot of elements of like only child. And a lot of elements of being like an older sibling. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's one very like clear way in which he impacted me. Like I feel like I am a lot more caring because of him and kind of like know how, to, how it feels to feel responsible for another person. <laughs> but that's I guess not specific to Charlie. That's specific to just being an older sibling. Charlie I really balances me out because he's such a even keeled and chill person. And I think I'm such a high, str- <laughs> very particular person. And so I think, like, yeah, like, Charlie, like, chills me out. Another thing that comes to mind is, like, Charlie has, like, a backbone. Like, he has so much conviction. Like, he talks back to my parents. Like, I am very deferential. Mm. I'm also, like, very open-minded to lots of opinions. And Charlie has, like, a strong stance on everything. Which is something I definitely admire in him. And, uh, like, hope that I can receive from him. Mm. I heard, like, half of it, to be honest. 
Okay, comment. This one's a tough one. I just feel like as women in our 20s, something we often have to think about, family, how that's going to fit into career, motherhood. I'm wondering, when thinking about motherhood, oh my God. what most excites you and what is most scary to you? As someone who just put hot sauce in my body willingly, I feel like I shouldn't be a mother. Like, <laughs> I can't make rational decisions. It's just so good. The ice cream is so good, but I'm like truly dying. Do you want one of these nugs? <sighs> no. Okay. I feel like this spice is sweating out of my nose. Like my nose is spicy. Okay, the thing that I, I'm excited about, kind of depressing, but I feel like it's really hard to understand the meaning of life, and I've been searching for it. Um, mm. And I really do think it comes, or at least I've, I've seen from others, like that they just feel like they found their purpose when they become a parent. I don't feel like, <laughs> and I also just feel like I really like when people rely on me because it makes me feel valued, mm. and I think like obviously children rely on you. So it's kind I didn't of, know that. Yeah, it's kind of a depressing answer, but I think that's yeah. honestly what I'd look forward to the most. Yeah, I really appreciate your honesty, and I feel like it's one that's very relatable. Thank you. And I think what I'm most scared of is like I'm not really a worrier right now, but I can totally imagine being like everything in the world is deadly. Mm. So I guess that would be a scare or a fear. Okay, this is a random story. Uh -huh. Maybe I've already told you, but one time my friend I could take a long break till the next yeah. one. <laughs> One time my friend was post-coitus with this boy and he was like- I love like, that terminology. And he was like, you know, they're having like one of those like nice little combos. Uh-huh. And he was like, do you think of yourself as a warrior? And she was just like, wow, like that's a really beautiful question. Was like kind of like tearing up thinking about it. And she was just like, yeah, like I honestly have gone through like a lot of adversity. Like, yeah, like I'm a warrior. And then he was wow. just like, um, I think maybe you misheard me. I asked if you think of yourself as a warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I really love them. And then I think she's been so funny because like at SoulCycle, they like warrior, like warriors like really big on their branding. They like always text her friends being like, warrior or warrior. <laughs> That's really funny. You can do both. Intersectionality. I'm like getting chills. My whole body is I'm like, an, I'll go get more ice cream. No, no, no. We don't need more ice cream. I'll be fine. Okay, should we do the last one? Are you like fine now? You seem fine. You're a little I'm sweaty, fine but you're now, fine. But like, like, it was really tough. Are you fine now? No, <laughs> <laughs> No, one. we have to. Doing it, I don't quit. Ready? I'm shaking. <laughs> I need like another minute. Okay, so Why am I shivering? This is like not the reaction I expected. The show is no joke. Mm -mm. Sean Evans does this every week. And they do 10. Why would he do it every week? Like that makes no sense. I mean, is drinking body? water a bad idea? Just try it. Okay, also some people, not some, there's been like two people who've gone on the show and made it through all 10 like with barely any reaction, which is also just so impressive and shocking. Okay, I'm just gonna ask you another easy question. Mm -hmm. No <laughs> spice. And then honestly, let's just get into it. Have you ever lost a bat like luggage on a flight? Not permanently, but like for like a couple of days. I've never, not okay. would. But what do you, okay, if this happens to you, what do you think the best outfit to be wearing? when it happens is. Mm. But you don't have any carry-on luggage. So context dependent, like where are you traveling and why? But I would say black leggings. <laughs> <laughs> they don't look that bad. Mm -hmm. And they're like comfortable enough to like sleep in or hike mm -hmm. in or whatever, depending on where you're going. <laughs> a t-shirt and like maybe a sweater. Um, Not a spicy question at all. One time they lost my mom and my bags <laughs> when we were going to London. And my mom was going for work. And if they lose your bags, you can go up and be like, you lost my bags, like I need a voucher to buy stuff. And she was like, I have such a big work conference tomorrow and her work didn't start for like multiple days and she was like i must buy multiple suits and so we got like 500 dollars of clothing i mean you told me that your mom is like so good yeah like that like, i feel like somehow i would be paying them yeah, yeah I mean, like, i'm so bad at those things sorry for the inconvenience yeah literally Ooh. i'm just afraid because i said that last time and i jinxed it but i think it's not that bad i'm listed as such a high school though not that much regret elijah it's called elijah's extreme regret <laughs> Okay, 
Okay, okay well, we can use this hot sauce, though. Great. Yeah. <laughs> this one we can do. I have three rapid-fire questions. What's your biggest pet peeve? You might don't remember my name. If you could never eat a cookie again or never eat a vegetable again, which one would it be? <gasps> Wait, this is actually the hardest question. No, I know. Because <laughs> I love vegetables. I know, and you also love cookies. <gasps> I mean, I'm gonna say never eat a vegetable only because I can eat fruits, so I can like still poop, but like, like it's really tough. Because okay, I like vegetables a lot better than fruit. Um, what's your favorite animal? Coral. Um, what do you think is the bit best quality about yourself? Uh, like I really care about my friends. Those are all my rapid fire questions. Okay, this is a random question. Okay. I guess you're not really sweating anymore. Okay, what I mean, I still got chills. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what are your thoughts on separating artists versus from their art? Like, say you really like art made mm -hmm. by someone but you disagree with the artist Ooh, like chris brown sure <clears throat> this is a tough one <clears throat> for me practically because i think that ethically i want to say that you shouldn't support them so you shouldn't support their artwork if you don't support them especially when there's like financial components involved and you're kind of giving power to people who you don't necessarily believe should have power i think practically that's really difficult because like there's definitely some like like chris brown for example like people who i feel like maybe i wouldn't support that much and i don't want to give power or money to but i have and so maybe that's not the ideal for myself too. And I just need to like change my actions moving forward. What about you? No, it's a very nuanced answer and very similar to mine. Other than Chris Brown, are there other artists that you, that come to mind? Not an artist, but someone that comes to mind is. Well, this also just gets into like the whole conversation about victims and just like dialogue afterwards. Because I think the person who comes to mind for me is Aziz Ansari, mm. and like I would really love Master of None. And I also think it's such a, like, a pivotal show because it's mm -hmm. one of the very few shows that features, like, just sort of, like, a daily life show about Asian mm -hmm. Americans. There are, of course, like, sexual assault allegations um, of two years ago, three years ago or something. And I do really believe the victim and, like, it's one of those, like, complicated ones for me, I think, mm -hmm. because partly I want to support him and his work, but partly I also want to support, obviously, like, the woman and mm -hmm. other women um, mm -hmm. who have felt that way and have, like, been in those situations. So... Yeah, a great example. Yeah, and someone who I also, whose work I also really like, love, and appreciate. Okay. Okay. Well, we made it. We're alive. Barely. We had an entire pint of oatly ice cream. Mm -hmm. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Yeah, big old freak is a must that I hit. It's a hot girl, so I'ma see you know she got a